and leadership, the connection. Stewardship and leadership, the connection. Now, there are certain people that have some kind of just write the topic and look in. I like us to listen more because in this kind of meetings, all right, it's not only beyond the speakings, there are also some impartations. The Bible says that the Spirit entered into me as He spake unto me, and He, and he set me up upon my feet, talking about Ezekiel 2 2. So, as vessels are here speaking, all right, they are also impartation. Okay, God was talking in times of old. He said, he told Moses, he said, go and lay these words upon the children of Israel. Lay words. So, just like hands are laid on people, words can be laid on people as well, and they come to manifestation, all right? So, so, so be eager to receive the Spirit as it is going to be communicated via words, all right? So, stewardship and leadership. Now, I'd like to tell us something. You can see that um, 2023 is up now and a lot of chaos in terms of this political sphere, right? People are looking for power to lead. What did I say? They are looking for power to lead. All right, so they have to pass through elections and then they obtain power to be able to lead you. Now, you would walk past them on the street and you call them sir. All right, ma, that is the most you could call them. But when they receive the power to lead you, you now begin to call them honorable, His Excellency, uh, Your Lordship, His Eminence. Because why they obtain power to be able to lead you. That's in the world system. But in God's system, there is a formula for leadership. It is actually the opposite of the world system. Do you understand? So, in the world, people fight and they obtain power to lead, right? But in God's kingdom, it's the opposite. So, once upon a time, I was given an opportunity to lead in church and I was incapable as a person, all right? By all means and by every means. So you would imagine that I cannot sing, but I was a coordinator of the choir normally. And um, so I was incapacitated in all round. So what did I have to do? I have to go and find out by books, I was praying the Holy Spirit to help me to understand what leadership is in his church. Do you understand now? And I read, I read books, I read books, I read books, I read the Bible, and I read books. And I read a book, you know, by Billy Agani, and he got to a chapter, and I understood the chapter was the Jesus model of leadership. All right? When I read in that chapter, I closed the book and I got my answer. So I didn't finish the book, to be honest with you. 
because I've been reading books, right, about leadership, trying to understand it. But when I got to that point in that book, I got everything I needed to be a successful leader in his church. So, that is part of what we'll be sharing this morning. Stewardship and leadership, the connection. So, we'll read very briefly. Okay, let's understand what is leadership, first of all. We understand that leadership is not an appointment. It is actually an attainment. So, leadership is that you have the opportunity to attain the height of leadership. Do you understand? Now, now, this will apply outside the church too. It will apply in the world system. If you are to be a Christian leader that emerged in a world system to change it, you understand that it's not an appointment, but it's actually an attainment. Okay? So, leadership is setting the pace. It is taking the lead. Okay? So it is not that you are the choir director or it's not that you are the chapel rep that makes you a leader. It is not the seat you occupy that actually makes you a leader. It is taking the lead that makes you a leader. Do you understand now? Are we following? So there's a popular saying that, you know, that leaders are born. Is a born leader. Yes, you may have a trait of leadership, but leaders are actually raised. All right? Uh, you may have an inborn, you know, trait for leadership, but that doesn't mean that you are a born leader. So, like, you were born a leader. So, as a child now, one year old, they'll carry and come, give you to lead somebody because you were born a leader. No. Okay, but you can actually raise yourself to become a leader. All right? So, so, we understand also that leadership is an art, A-R-T. So it can be learned. That's why we are here now. Do you understand now? Okay, so we are going to move straight up to see. Okay, let's understand something first from Genesis 1, 26. That God is the author of leadership. All right? He said that we should have what? dominion dominion so he authored leadership okay and in revelation 5:10 we understand that we are priests and kings and we are to rule on the surface of the earth so god authored leadership in first peter 2:9 we understand that we are what a chosen generation a royal priesthood a peculiar people and holy nation so god authored what leadership and in Matthew 5, 24 to 26, we understand that we are the light of the world and that the world should not see without us. Does it make sense? The world shouldn't be able to see, to know their way around without us as light. So, so he encourages us that let your light was so shine before me that they may be able to follow you as a leader. Do you see now? So imagine that this place is dark and I'm the only one with light. What will happen? Everyone here will come to my side. So that is how you should be, even as you are leading in the church. Hallelujah. Okay, it's actually afternoon, but please don't just sit upright, okay? We'll soon close. 
trust me, they will soon close, eh? So that you don't miss your catch-up moment. Alright? Okay. Sit, sit well, sit well. Yes. Yes. I was once in a, a, a class like this somewhere in town. Okay, and I understand what it is. Okay, so please, try to listen very well. All right, so let's now understand servanthood and leadership in the Jesus model of leadership. Now, we are going to read a long reading. Now, Mark 10, 35. After this reading, we may even close. All right, because this is where we are. Mark 10, 35 to 45. Mark 10. Everybody look up. Mark 10. We look to the screen. Mark 10. Now, there were two brothers, James and John. The sons of Zebedee. They came unto him, unto Jesus Christ. What did they say? Master, we would that thou do for us whatsoever we shall desire. Okay? And he said unto them, what do you want that I should do for you, right? He said unto them, grant us that we may sit one on the right, one on the left. We are in thy kingdom, in glory. That is when Jesus Christ is taken now. They may sit right and left. But Jesus said unto them, ye know not what he asks. Can you drink of the cup that I drink of and the I'm baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with now. He was talking about, can you suffer what I've suffered? Can you drink the cup? Can you pay the price? Can you sacrifice? For this thing you're asking of, of course, you will see their reply that anybody can do it. If you are determined. That's why I love this scripture. They didn't say that they won't be able to do it. They say, if it is a price that you are paying, we've been following you. We've seen how you've prayed all night. We've seen everything. And he told them that, look, we can do it. Let's see. Next verse, please. And they said unto them, we can. And Jesus said unto them, ye shall indeed drink of that cup that I drink of. And with the baptism that I'm baptized with, shall ye be baptized. Jesus, you know, being prophetic in nature, he knew certainly that this same cup they would drink. Of course, they drank it because all of them, uh, you know, they were, they were martyred. They were killed. So all of them, except John, the beloved, so all of them drank of the cup, which means that Jesus Christ foresaw that, yes, indeed, you will pay the price for leadership. You will sacrifice. All right? He said, but a place in my kingdom. He said, it is not I to give meaning Listen very attentively. This scripture changed my life. This passage, these 10 verses of the Bible that you are looking at now, it changed my life completely. Meaning that you can be a Jim, 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 Jim brother. You can be the chapel rep. You can be the choir director and you are Jim. You, are, you can be the prayer secretary. And you are Jimming. You will be the cup, be the baptism, but you will not enter glory. Are you listening? Jesus Christ is the one saying it. Though. Go back one verse. Did you see? He's the one saying it. That you will suffer all this suffering. And you shall be baptized. Next, next verse. 
But to sit on my right and on my left is not mine to give. But it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. Do you understand now? Are we understanding? So, you can be gymming in church. No problem. You are filling the gap that is needed. But you may not fill the gap in heaven. It is not Jesus Christ to give. Alright? So you can be fasting. Okay? Because this one told you that it's going for 100 days. And you say, ah, 100 days. No wala now. Me, since it's going for 100 days, me, I will do my own 120 days. You think that it's only him that can fast. No, no problem. So we'll do spiritual competition in jealousy or in envy. No problem. You are feeling the guy because you come out with power and he returned in the power of the spirit. You will certainly return with power and you will let her people will fall. They will, ah, that guy is anybody that prays. If you now, if you pray for three days non-stop in tongues and this one doesn't pray, you come and touch him, it will fall. It's normal. You are charged, it's not charged, so you are passing charges. It doesn't make that you have anything. It's that you are charged, a charge battery. You can charge, you can transfer and charge someone. When your phone is full, you can use to charge another phone. When your power bank is full, you can use to charge another power bank. Is it not true? It doesn't mean that there's anything. It doesn't mean that, that your phone will follow you to glory. It will still spoil your power bank will still spoil. Do you understand now? So he said, in as much as you are understanding that there is leadership, you are understanding the board, a place in my kingdom, you should be careful, I am not the one to give. So as you are walking, you are doing spiritual competition, you are going for vigil, you are leaving your duty post in chapel to be running around, going for invitation so that people will see you. Understand oh, that a place in God's kingdom is not by those things that people will see. So that is why when I understood this, in fact, we had some invitation in the choir. We did not go unless we are ministered to, to go. But there are some people that, are, that may not even be here now because they have a church function that they want to go and show themselves. This is a part that people don't like about my preaching. And I mean, I don't care if you like it. But this is what the Bible says. So, I will never be found wanting in my place of service, even if we are two or three members in the unit. I will never be found wanting. I will never envy another unit because we are few in my unit. I will never. I went to NYC after leaving a crowd of people here and we were four or five and I preach every time that I hold the mic, I preach my best gospel irrespective of the number of people in the crowd. So I didn't see anything like number. So in preaching the gospel, I don't do numbers. Do you understand now? So let's go next verse. Now, 
other people had this thing in mind, oh, leadership. They didn't say anything, no. They were holding it. So James and John, they were the sun queens now, you know. They were vocal about their own desires. Now look at what others did. And when they turned headed, they began to be more displeased with James and John, out of envy. Ha! See this guy, yo. So they won't come be leaders now. And this is the turning point to steward leadership, to the Jesus model leadership. Now the next verse. But Jesus called to them and said unto them, You know that which are accounted, that which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship. And the great ones exercise authority upon them. Shall I tell you now? Now election is coming. They are looking for power to, to come and lead you, to come and rule over you. Is that lordship? They will say, I will destroy Uruafia today. Pack your load. Everybody will pack. Because it's a government. You wake up tomorrow and they will say, I'm pulling off this chair. Don't sit here again. All of you go home. Because it's what? Government. So they do what? They exercise lordship. But Jesus Christ told them. Next verse. But, but so shall it not be among you. But whosoever be great among you shall be what? Shall be what? Next. And whomsoever of you will be the cheapest shall be what? Case closed. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the Jesus model of leadership. It is not, this is servant leadership. This is the connection between leadership and stewardship in the kingdom. So you are the chapel rep. You are whatever you are. And you are to primarily save. When I understood this, this is the turning point to leadership with impact in God's kingdom for me. The numbers will keep increasing because I'm working according to Jesus' model. Jesus increased from 12 to 70 to 120 to multitudes because of servant leadership. He washed their feet, didn't he? And they were, hey, sir, 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 why is it? Ah, if I wash you not, you will not be clean. So I understood this and I made a commitment that I will come to Reza on time as a leader. I made a commitment that I will come and arrange the seats as a leader. I made a commitment that I will have vision in my leadership. I made a commitment that just as Jesus Christ had impact, I will have impact because of servant leadership. Do you understand now? So you that is in a unit and you think that you are carrying chairs and then nobody is looking at you, you are the leader according to Jesus Christ. 
in the kingdom. Do we understand? In what? In God's kingdom. It is a reverse process. Look at Joseph. He was a servant leader. He was the one that directed the building of the pyramid. Of course, he used to dream, dream. See, he must have dreamt of the pyramid and they built it. Look at the apostles in Acts. They were saving. They started saving tables. Before they did what? Delegated the authority to other people, like Stephen, to come up and do what? Save tables. But they started it. Now, imagine within yourself. Like now, I called Pudeme the chapel rep to come and save tables. Ah, to come and carry drinks. He may tell me, no, ah, chapel rep, I should call somebody else. But the apostles were saving food to the masses. Because why? Jesus taught them. If you want to be a master, you must minister. If you want to be what? A master, you must minister. You must be a steward to be a master. Paul the Apostle understood this and he was a steward. David understood this as well. And before David would now have men, he was first of all a steward. David trained his men by himself. Are you aware? You're not aware that he trained his mighty men by himself. It was because he was humble enough to train them. As a king, he should be upstairs and um, organize, you know, the experienced soldiers to train the inexperienced soldiers, right? But David trained his mighty men by himself. And, 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 and they could run through a troop, leap over a wall. They could run through a troop and fetch water for him. One man could go down in the time of snow into a lion's den. I mean, it, it blows my mind when I read it. Unbelievable act. That is snow time and you are going down. Uh, uh, you've not experienced snow here, perhaps. If you experience snow time, you understand what it means. I don't want to take much time, okay? I want to drive this point very clear. People never make it in God's kingdom as leaders because they won't save. They won't save. You will not have growth in the kingdom because you won't save. Now, God has blessed you with the gift of visions and dreams and revelatory gifts. And in your mind, you are thinking that the next person that doesn't have revelatory gifts is good for nothing. So you are a lot over them. And, and then you are committing a spiritual sin by using your revelatory gift as an oppression. 
instead of using it for service. But you're using it as an operation. You call a prayer group to pray and you feel that they must be revelation. So, so that you, in your mind, you always be what? Superior. As for the covenant, when you come to a prayer group, there's no revelation. Any revelation God shows you, turn it to scripture. We don't want to hear. We came to pray and we not come for revelation. Unless it is pressing and the leader of the group alone is the one that will give room. Sir, there is nothing that God will reveal to you here that mama will not be aware. I tell you the gospel truth. Do you believe me or doubt? There is nothing that God will reveal to you that the chaplain will not be aware one way or the other. He will just reveal to you in another way and may have revealed to her in another way. So, you thinking that you can't be superior. No, you should save. It is given to you to save in the place of intercession. It's not given to you to come up and go and maybe want the church to run because you saw a revelation. So you should run by your revelation. These are petty, petty ways which you have to save. It's not only that you must come and carry chair and do this and that and that. No, but in your heart, God is seeing your servant form of leadership. The Bible says that let this mind which was in Christ, Philippians 2, 8, 6, down there about, let this mind which was in Christ be also in you. That Christ was God. What did he say? He didn't say let this act. He didn't say let this show. But he said let what? This mind. So everything is what? He starts from the mind. But he humbled himself to the death, even the death of the cross. And what did God do? God has highly, therefore, God has highly exalted him. Did you see now? That every servant will become a leader. Every steward will become a leader. So if I were you, what will I do? I will become a steward, first of all, of the mysteries. I will become a steward of the word. Do you understand now? I will become what? A steward in all ramification. I made a commitment to be in the choir and come for, I stopped traveling to AK during weekends. It was my commitment to save. I never dreamt of being in leadership position of any kind. It wasn't my intention. Mama knew that I ran away when she called me. But I was saving, coming to choir raiser on raiser days. Do you understand now? I'd like us to stand to our feet as we close now.
Kufreidi hasi nafali ya hasavo Dufumi na fedhe hestra hastavu kumanda wa hashavo Keve nemene soki fetre estiale handikastile hedeves Jesus Christ was speaking In uh, Yeah The apostles were speaking and they were showing food um, Paul and Barnabas. And they said that in Acts 15, 25 to 26, it says that these are men that have hazarded, hazarded, hazarded their lives for the gospel. It is not men that we are looking for office, but these are men that have hazarded their lives for the gospel. And because they have hazarded their life. They called two of them to become what? Leaders. Are you, are you seeing this thing now? They called two of them to become leaders because they've hazarded their lives. God's pattern can never be broken. If you become, you see now, if you become the chapel rep now, or the music, or whatever post they give you, and you did not hazard your life enough, it would be taken from you. Or they give you, and then you did, you've not undergone the hazarding process, suitable or requisite for that position, it will be taken away from you. That's a no-brainer. Do you understand? Hazard yourself with the word if you want to be a leader. I have another session that I will expose, you know, the requisite requirement for leadership now, all right, in the evening. You are going to see it. All over scripture is scattered for leadership. Okay, so, so in John 12, it was talking, 23, it said, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. The Bible says that to abide what? Alone. So there is death to multiply. You must do what? Die. You must understand the place of sacrifice in becoming a leader. Even if you are a dummy, sir, if you read one thing if you read a sentence for 30 minutes, you, you will know it. A sentence. If you keep repeating it for 30 minutes, you will know it, right? That's why I believe that there is nobody that is a dunce normally. I just believe it. If you hazard yourself enough, you make a first class. I know it. It's the discipline to hazard yourself. That is the problem. So you will think, for example, that someone like me, I'm super intelligent. It's a lie. It's not. But in that time, I choose to hazard myself enough. Everybody will know my routine, that if I'm not in the cafeteria, I'll be in church, I'll be in the library, I'll be at home. You will find me in one of those four places at all times, except for recreational activities. Maybe I go to have recreation, or maybe see a football match or something. Once 
in a while. But I wasn't super bright, but I knew the importance. Covenant knows the importance of hazarding himself. He walks like a rock. And he was leading in all fears. President of a department, head of a unit in church. I mean, he was leading also a leading student in his department. All these, and he was walking seamlessly. I slept in his place a couple of days. I was afraid of, for him. I was, you know, I used to think that I've hazarded my life enough, but I saw someone that hazarded his own life, and I was like, guy, you have to go and sleep. So if he doesn't complete his routine, he won't sleep. He will prepare WCF material. He will prepare um, the unit in church. He will prepare the material. He will read. And he will delegate the one for the department before he will go to sleep. Every day that I've been there, I've seen it in my own eyes. So, so, so you, what is your excuse? Do you see now? So as you are living here to reflect, you have to know the path which your sacrifice for leadership should stand forth. You have to know the path which your stewardship needs to be recalibrated to. Are you lacking in the world? Become a steward of the mysteries. If you stay here and become a steward of the mystery, your contribution in the Bible study will be noted and definitely you become the next Bible study what coordinator. It is as that is leadership. If you become a mystery, if you become a steward of prayer, your praying ability will be spotted in the spirit and you become the next prayer secretary. It is not from top to down. It's from bottom to top. Do you get now? That is the formula. So, so, so they will always be looking for your conclusion when they are raising questions in Bible study. Because you are a steward of that mystery. And then if you not become the Bible study coordinator, eyebrows will be raised. How about that guy... I used to, you know, he has wisdom in the Bible. Why is he not the one? You know, even the spirit itself will know that there is what? Confusion. At the time in NCCF, everybody would talk. Even if I want to keep quiet, they will not allow. I would just keep quiet. I, I, I don't want to contribute, but they, they would say, ah, can we have the conclusion? Because why? You've been a steward of the mysteries. Hazarded our lives by reading books and studying. You are a leader now, maybe technical unit, and then someone is coming to you and is having headache. What have you read? Enough. But you can come to me and I tell you, go and eat banana. 
it sounds off. I won't pray for you, but you will believe me because I'm your leader. And I'm telling you, go and read But it is not a matter of prayer. I know what Brana will do for you. It has some kind of manganese that will make you to have a good sleep. And when you wake up, you are very cool. If I access, are you hungry? No. Okay, I say, okay, no problem. Go and eat granite. What granite does to you is that at the instance of eating granite, you are not remembering anything. True or false? So by the time you finish chewing granite, it's like the one that they open and throw, open and throw. I say, eat the one that, it, that is not peeled. So in the process of you peeling and everything, your brain is relaxed. By the time you finish eating it, there is no headache. And you think that I have a spiritual power. No, I only have knowledge which I have read and you haven't. I've hazarded my life enough to understand that. Because you have, the Bible says you have to know what to say to everybody as a leader. So if your sovereign comes to you at any time and then you don't know what to say, you have failed. He said that you must have a ready-made answer. So as you are talking to me, I'm searching for a ready-made answer for you. The answer is there already. I will not need to go and see when you are talking to me. No. Because if you fail in the days of adversity, the Bible says that your, what, your strength is little. So you don't wait for the day of adversary. You want to be a leader, you don't wait for the leadership to come. You prepare by stewardship to become what? A leader. I want you to be charged in your inner man. They will seek for you. He said, he said we will see in the next session. He said, find among them able men such as fear God. They you know, say, go and find, you know, they say, find amongst them so that they were there. So don't come and be playing around. But be what? A steward of the mystery. Be a steward of books to be a leader. Be a steward in the house of God to be a leader. If you come here and begin to sweep on your own, you are a steward. We needed to see increase in the choir. And we'll come here early in the morning before all of you will come. And we will touch all the seats. We were stewards. Spiritual stewards. And when you sit down on that seat, you will not leave that seat. Something, your life will change. We know what we did. We paid the price. We were stewards. Do you understand now? So, how many people want to be stewards? <laughs> if you are not a steward of your book, you can't pass. You can't lead. Do you understand? It's not shake it, shake it, shake it. If you don't read, you won't pass. 
Have you seen somebody carrying a spoon and making face class? It can help you to make tutu in a, in a worst-case scenario. But you can't be an expo expert and even two on is far from you. Because you're already lazy. Have you seen intelligent people do expo? Intelligent people do expo. They do it, but some of them that are under pressure and they do expo, they do it in an intelligent way. A dummy doing expo is just photocopying the book, minimizing everything and carrying. But when I see intelligent people do expo, they look for a guide. You see, they are afraid. But they are intelligent. They look for a guide. They are very smart. So you that have not even opened the book, the answer is there. You will not see it. Do you get now? So how many people are making commitments to be stewards? We came to a retreat. Okay? We came to a retreat. Retreat is to ponder, is to make commitments. So, so in every session that you are going to be listening to, you are going to be making commitments. Now, without commitment in spirituality, there is no growth. All right? There is a spirit that backs you up when there is commitment. All right? So if you are listening for listening's sake, it will leave you. But this is the pathway to leadership. So you may think that you are a technical director now. Or a is it a technical director? Assistant technical director now. Okay. And if you don't become a steward, and then someone else come and mount the technical unit, and is, we don't have hiccup in sound, the next person, you assume that as the assistant technical director, when the head goes, I should be what they want automatically. But no. Someone is a steward. They will use him and they will leave him. And people will think, oh, but it's supposed to be this one. No, it is not. Everybody has seen that. This guy, when he mounts on the sun, it's what? Seamless. Do you get it now? I'd like you to lift up your hands and you want to make a commitment to God. I want to become a steward. I want to I want to be a leader. And by that I want to be a steward. Komina saila hatafine rahastova peperi de kesute filia tena kapota kasi de pandes roston de la hatras tundule frondo sahapla krakrta hatas testam. Thank you. Shorovrenes to siferi haste la hasta. Mirandos to so 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 salahas. Open your mouth. Let the spirit hear you. I don't want to be a show body leadership or leader rather, but I want to be a steward. 
I don't want to exercise lordship. But I want to save into leadership. I want to be a servant of my books. My sovereign will come and ask me. And I will be proud to tell them that this is how I studied to make this great. To encourage them. I want to be a steward of the mystery of God. So that I will have ready made answer to every question. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. I'd like you to lift up your hands to heaven. Father, thank you for your sons and daughters who have found time to be in your presence. You say of your fullness have we received grace upon grace. He said, no man take this honor upon himself except those who are called just like Aaron. He said that all we have, we have received from you. And he said, therefore, such as I have, just like Peter said, such as I have, I give unto you. And therefore, right now, we pray in the name of Jesus that the spirit for leadership be imparted upon these ones. That the spirit, the grace to be a steward in order to lead be imparted upon your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, teach them to stay, teach them to wait. Teach them to be stewards of your mysteries. Open their eyes of their understanding. That they may see the importance of leadership. In the name of Jesus Christ. Take away envy, Lord. Take away jealousy. Take away strife. Take away anger. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. For we know that you are going to bless your church at this time. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.